Tommy, thanks for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So how has everything been going, man? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's been a quiet time, like a, a long sleep, mm-hmm. a long slumber. And um, yeah, you know, things things been quiet and... Uh, Nothing much have happened, I think. But uh, yeah, we we've been recording stuff, working on stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wrote some music uh, that we released recently. So uh, I don't think we have not been sleeping, but we have been uh, working in the dark. That is a very good way to put that because you know with the pandemic when i talked to casper that uh conundrum had was just coming out yeah and then all of a sudden we were in lockdown and no tours no anything and everything just like you said it just got you know everybody seemed to kind of go into the dark of sorts and like what was that hard on you in general as a musician and as a person or did you find yourself going okay if this is going to happen we just have to continue to be i think when we when we released conundrum uh, 2020 early that year uh, we had been tour- we did some tours before that and we had great shows around in Europe and Scandinavia. We've, we've been out on the Scandinavian tour. Uh, like it felt like we were flying, you know, we were heading towards our goal. Uh, things were happening, you know, uh, and, and uh, all of a sudden it was like throwing yourself down a, a, a mountain or something like we call it the etterstupan in Swedish. Uh, like it was, everything died. Uh, and uh, yeah, of, of course, it, it was a hard time because we, we were uh, like floating in some kind of limbo, uh, not knowing is it, is it going to be a show next week or next month, or is it, uh, okay, we, we postpone six months or... Like uh, you could never know uh, that this would take this long time, and um, you know, think things have start to like s- slowly move uh, forward here now. But you never know when, when will next <laughs> the next backlash be, or what what will happen. You know, we're going on tour uh, this week, and you know what will happen if if somebody gets sick what what will happen and what will happen uh, if uh, there's a new country 
having an an outbreak and lockdowns and you know you you this this uh, you're worried uh, like in an unhealthy way uh, that we we've never been uh, been before but i'm trying to like see past that and and trying to to look forward well so with that um that concern you know like you said and kind of being worried does that affect your performance at all when you're on stage or is it or do you kind of are you able to just kind of clear your mind and just say like i'm here now i have to do this yeah i i, I actually we've we done like the, the past two years we've done two shows one one show was in germany uh in in october uh, last year uh that was weird it was really weird because everybody was wearing masks and uh, it was uh you know all these restrictions uh you know like covid ids and uh vaccine pass and everything it was really weird uh you know this mad max feeling uh, kind of world <laughs> and it's like mass confusion too yeah, because yeah. people People are already awkward as it is going to concerts, yeah. and yeah. then you put all these other things into place, and yeah. people are like, like, "What do I do?" You know, like yeah. it's all very surreal. You know, I I, I thought uh, about that show. Like, I think it will feel exactly as it's done before, but it didn't. But then we played like two two weeks ago in Stockholm. Uh, really nice show uh, that we're we have, have planned for a long time and of course it's been postponed many times but uh, in the end we, we we made it and there was no restrictions in it and and anything and you know, i was thinking a lot when i entered the stage and everything it felt so naturally and uh, i was enjoying every second didn't think of uh, of this dark past and anything it, it was uh, one of the best moments for a long time and i really enjoyed it it's funny because i feel like as a musician because i'm also a musician and uh my band went on a you know, we we parted ways right after the pandemic because it was just okay. too hard for us to try to figure things out like rehearsing and everything but it was very friendly and everything but it was it really did stop everybody in their tracks. But one of the things it did is it made me realize how much I took for granted the yeah. ease of just booking a show and getting on stage and playing and hugging people after the yeah. show and tasting beers, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, I can't hug you. I can't drink yeah. after, you know? And so it yeah. was really interesting how everything just had to change but now i feel like at least for myself i'm i'm kind of getting to that point where okay it's starting to look like it's slow down yeah i still can be careful but i i have to i have to go live a little bit yeah you know yeah and i watched some footage of that shows from the uh, uh circus arena yeah. am i yeah, yeah. and 
if I was at that show, I already would tell you that that was pro- that would have probably been show of the year because it was so exciting to see you play all the way over here, you know, because yeah. I don't think you guys will ever make it to Atlanta anytime soon. But I got the sense from watching the band that there was – it was electrifying. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a seated – seated audience so uh, uh i was thinking like how will this be the, it's the first time ever playing for a seated like in uh, more of a theat- theatrical uh, audience uh so so i was like will they uh, applaud after a song will they share will, will you know um but it was it, uh, it was a better it was a better atmosphere than many standing shows you know you you could feel this uh, um, I say urge or like uh, the hunger for live music for concerts that people had been waiting for so uh, it was magical I, I will I will remember this night for a long time for all my life it it was one of the greatest show we've ever done also because of that we played all a third uh, our three first records and Yes, yes. I was just It was a long you. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I feel like seated audiences and maybe it's just because I'm a little older, I don't know. Like I I saw King Crimson uh, a yeah. couple times uh a couple uh you know before the pandemic and yeah. those were seated shows. And you would almost think that the energy would not be as good. Yeah. But when people are like really focused and they're listening and they're taking in all the music, yeah. I can imagine that from your perspective on the stage, it must be a more intense feeling because you're like, oh, instead of seeing people drinking, yeah. people are sitting and watching and listening. So like, how did that play into affecting how you performed that night? Like, did it push you harder or like, like what was the overall feel from playing in front of a seated crowd? You know, I I, I think um, you could you could feel that the people were like listening to to the music, maybe more like focusing on on your ears instead of the visual. But of course, we we did some special visual stuff too to to uh, make the the whole thing one notch higher but um uh, you know the, we we heard we heard them uh, all the time like uh, they were singing along and sharing and uh applauding and everything so i, I don't think it was like uh, uh in some way, I think it suited us better in many ways. But you know, as much as I love like a mayhem standing audience, you know, crowd surfing, um, that's great. But this this was another dimension of a live performance that we haven't done before, and it was also nice. You know, I, I don't want to. Uh, just switch to only seated concerts or on, only standing concerts, but it was a, it was a great experience, and I don't I don't think it's 
like affected me uh, any any negative or so it, it didn't ha- hold it didn't held me back or anything yeah i um, i think i i i i lived more on stage uh, maybe than than on some standing audience shows yeah from an artistic standpoint there's something really cool about feeling like your music and your art is being received by it in a t- in, in an attentive way cuz i agree yeah. with you like i do i like the excitement of you know standing room shows and seeing people energetic and jumping around and everything but yeah. you know when i saw i saw Roger Waters years ago at an arena yeah. and the whole place sat down you could hear a pin drop but oh. the music and the visuals of everything kind of it was nice because you could put your attention onto that and like i said when i was watching the footage from the circus arena show my first thought was that was a show to be seen and heard because it was incredible the the, the visuals yeah. were just stunning you know yeah. and to me it it, it felt like that's what I would think of if I would if I was going to see a halas show, you know, yeah. lasers and lights yeah. and smoke, you know, <laughs> it was like yeah. a, it was like you said it was it was like a theatrical. It really yeah. was. We try to to make it that way, like 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 people were going to uh, uh, the theater or something. And uh, as you are a, a visitor of the show, you you also get a new. I say a new perspective or a new uh, uh, way of going to show also just as we get the same uh, you know a new experience they also get a new experience so if if a band that you like have a, a seated show don't don't hesitate to like don't think it's it will be a like boring uh, you know like only old people will sit down show <laughs> It could be something else. It could be like um, something new for for you also as a, a visitor of that kind of show. Well, I know in Japan, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to only allow you to sit down okay. at certain shows, like you know, especially like in the '60s and in the '70s, I believe, and yeah, you know, that they always started very early. You know, like right on time and ended early, you know, and I was like, you know, so it's it's kind of interesting just the overall dynamics of just how different seeing live music over the years has changed. Yeah. And um, so you guys are heading out on the road like Thursday, I think, right? Like yeah. The tour kicks off on Thursday and yeah. you have three albums to tour for at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, are, how is the set list working? Are you playing the albums like in order from song to song, or is there are it, like are you mixing songs up, or how is how is the format of the set list working? I think um, yeah, we we have been uh, like uh, talking a lot about uh, how to how to make this show, and uh, we're talking about what what would people like to uh, hear if, if they haven't seen us for like two or three years down in in germany and 
so we're thinking like, of course, you want to kick off the show with some good old tunes like they have heard before, something that they that they knew, know and uh, like Star Rider or something, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe not first song, but it will. Uh, we will. We will play it, of course. Uh, but yeah, but you know, it, it, it's uh, it's always it's always it's always hard um to bring up the new songs because um uh, of course we sh- we're still a, like a young band it, it's it's different if kiss play their brand newest album you know people want to hear the old tunes but uh, right right for us uh, maybe it will be exciting to hear some new songs so we're trying to to mix it up uh, um like not we're not playing like only the first songs from the first ep and then we carry on forward but we will mix mix it up to a like a nice blend uh, that you know with with like a roller coaster like a like a adventure like you know like a movie up up and down like high intensity low intensity like some some time for reflection some Time for slower parts, and then we go up again. Just like a, a live performance should be. Just very dynamic, you know. Yeah. Is you know, and like I said, I've been listening to you guys now for uh, uh, you know a couple of years now, and especially with Conundrum, and then with uh, the, the Isle of Wisdom. What I loved is that each album seems to have a story you know like where you can listen to the album you know front to back you know and you can kind of get this vivid imagery of a story but at the same time each song works independently on their own like in certain you know if you mix it up is when you guys go into me especially like with isle of wisdom when you guys went in to make this record do you go in with a concept already in mind or is it something that kind of writes itself and you guys just kind of build on it? On, on this record, uh, it's, it started with um, me. Uh, I had an idea for, for a, a story. We, we were as we made it like a trilogy on, on our latest uh, releases. Uh, we we felt like maybe we will do something new and i i had a story or something that i thought about for a long time and me and casper sat down and wrote like a, a script or a, yeah like a novel uh because i think it's for me it's easier to to make a story from the beginning and then i can like then when we write music, because I am writing most of, of the lyrics and, and the songs, so so then then I can like you know when I listen to the demos, instrumental demos, I can like feel the, the sense of the song. Is this like a high energetic song? Uh, is it stressful? Uh, what kind of feelings does does it have? Okay, it fits to this part of of the story. Then I can start write. For me, it's easier to to work that way. But 
but uh, at the same time it's uh, it's a hard uh, it's a hard uh, way of working too because you you are putting yourself into a corner you you have to uh, it, it's it's a really hard balance to uh, to work this way and it takes a lot of time um, i don't know if if we will work this way uh, in the future uh, or if, if we will find another way but that, that is the way that works for me writing uh, a lot of lyrics and and that but um uh, we have tried different ways before like on excerpts we started with just one song and uh, then we connected the threads to uh, to uh, our earlier songs and like build like, like you know like building a, a tree uh, you know like a, you say like a, a family tree you know putting out all these uh, all, all the puzzle pieces well, writing, writing conceptually like you do is obviously much different than you know, just writing the random song that isn't connected by a concept or anything. So, you know, obviously you have this love for you know, science fiction and fantasy and things like that. Um, how hard is it to keep the story consistent like when you're i mean do you, like in my mind i would almost imagine that you kind of come up with the concept of a story and then you kind of say okay i'm going to kind of break it up into chunks and whatnot is that kind of like how it how it is because it blows my mind when i'm listening to this album and i'm like i couldn't keep this straight if i had to do this myself you know uh, it, it it's uh, it's almost like that like like you say you 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 make small pieces and uh, uh, but um, I think also like some songs um, you know I, I had some like uh, uh, lyrical uh, like small words or, or uh, lines that I had uh, laying down for sometimes uh, that could be about feelings or you know, uh, other stuff that you can, uh, as you're forming or like sculpturing this manuscript, you, you can, you can take those parts into the story too. Like maybe the character feel this way and you, you take something that you already have or something that you have been thinking about or like making a turn in the story uh, towards that way. So, so, same time uh, as you're making this like manuscript you, you you don't necessarily needs to follow it strictly you can make turns and make uh, make it go into other directions uh, but we're trying to keep you know the, the 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 story but at the same time we we could we are we are it's accepted to to make turns also Yes, yes. Well, because, you know, in listening to a lot of conceptual stuff, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I love that, you know, the whole idea of it, because it's escapism, you know, and one of the things I love about, you know, 
and I know, I hope I I'm an American, so I'm gonna butcher the name of everything. But it is halas, correct? Or is it like how am I? Uh, how, what is the proper way to say it for an English uh, jerk uh, you, like me? You you could say it that way. Uh, I I say halas, but halas. Uh, okay. But uh, I want to say it as close as possible because I know uh, some of these. People are just like, good God, man, really? Another American that can't say our fucking band right? <laughs> but, you know, anyway, like what I was going to say was when I'm listening to Halas's music, it's escapism, you know? Like I kind of love the idea that I'm taken away, you know, oh. from from reality for a little bit. And that's not something a lot of artists do anymore. So where did that influence come from for you to kind of create music like that, that was, that is an escape for people? I think it's uh, the fascination and, and, and the love of, you know, all, all these like old tales and, all the history and uh, you know like in sci-fi and science fiction you dream about uh, going into this this world or this uh, outer dimensional places like we are here at this horrible world but maybe we can go to another place mm-hmm. more horrible or maybe better <laughs> or you know, I think people, we, we need, you know, there's so much bad things going on in this world. We need, we need to take a break. We need to escape for, for some moments uh, to rebuild ourselves, to uh, let our minds be free for, for just a couple of minutes or, or so. Uh, it's uh, it's really important for me and uh, I think for the other other guys too like I listen a lot to music that tells uh, stories about what what's happened happening today uh, about society mm-hmm. I think it's it's also important music but to escape uh, from reality is also important and uh, I think we need to to do that more, maybe. I totally agree because, you know, even if it's just for 45 minutes or however long of an album you're listening to, you know, because when I put on Isle of Wisdom, you know, I mean, I, you know, I was so excited when that, I mean, I, I did the pre-order, I got the album, the shirt, you know, I would have ordered yeah. the band if I could have ordered you guys to come <laughs> with it, you know, but... I was so excited because when I put it on, you know, I did what I, it reminded me of when I was a kid and I was listening to records and I would go buy Iron Maiden records or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. I put the record on and I'm looking at the artwork and I'm reading the lyrics along with it. And, you know, the record's over and I flip it, you know, and the next thing yeah. I know, I'm like, nothing mattered except for what I was doing right then and there. Yeah. And, that's a powerful thing. And so in some yeah. ways, I want to thank you for that because we don't have a whole lot of that anymore. No. And, and thank, thank you for, for, for doing that because, you know, today we, we got a lot, a lot of, we got disturbed a lot. Like, you know, the cell phone is ringing, you got a text 
somebody is uh, talking to you, you know, uh, I, I feel today it's like it's it's harder to focus, to concentrate uh, like you did way back. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but that is how society has evolved. And like we, we got all this fast information, all these you know, uh, things going on all the time, uh, thrown in our faces. We, we are never, uh, we, are, we are never like here and now, or in, in this case, listening to an album there and then. Uh, but we need to, uh, we need to uh, step back a bit and, and uh, try to focus. Like if, if you are thinking about reading this book or something, you feel stressed uh, and can never like have, have the, have the time to do it or you, you feel stressed, like try to find, find that time to do that because it's, it's getting harder. I think uh, for me, it's, but I think for, for many people, it's, it's getting harder. And like, we are trying to make an album that you can listen from the first song to the last song. Um, and uh, we are really glad if, if people, if people uh, do so, because um, then you will, get like a, a broader picture uh, uh, like a you will maybe you will find out more and think take your time to think a lot uh, uh, let yourself uh, dream away and and, and and you know like almost like uh, meditation or oh. I was actually just gonna say it's almost like you know I remember back in the 80s when I would, you know, listening to rec, I mean, you really only had, you know, I'm an old fart, man. So I'm 48, dude. So like, you know, yeah. when I was, you know, in the eighties, you really only had two ways you had, you had records and you had cassettes, you know, and, yeah. and even either way, it's like, if you were going to listen to music, like that was what all you were going to do, because you know, if you put a record on and you went and did something and you came back, like the record was half done. Yeah. You know, then you'd have to start it over. And so yeah. there's something about, you know, at least for me, like enjoying vinyl again in the sense yeah. that it makes me like, okay, yeah. I can't just pull it up on. I mean, I stream music all the time still because I'm working at my computer a lot. But if I'm listening to a record, like that's all I'm going to do, you know, because yeah. I can't, you have to. And it's amazing how it just slows you down. And yeah. like, how do you, how do you like to listen to music? Do you do the same thing or? Uh, the last couple of years I'm, I'm streaming a lot because mm-hmm. uh, when I can listen to music, it's when I, when I work, I work as a carpenter. So uh, work, working a lot for myself. So, um, uh, you know, uh, Maybe the night before, I, I'm thinking about okay, tomorrow maybe I will listen to this band and this band, and you know, and then I okay uh, before breakfast I will listen to this album. So yeah, I have a lot of time to listening to to records, and that's a great thing. But I'm trying to listen to vinyls because I, I got a lot of records, uh, but you know, it's. Uh, 
it's you when you come home you need to make dinner you have to clean you have to do all those things so it's hard to find find the time to but you know um, when you got those moments when you when you when you can put on a vinyl record and just you know sit down in a nice chair have a glass of beer or something that that's relaxing that's that's a nice day it, and it's it's you know one of the things i was just thinking about as we were just talking about the whole taking getting away in listening to music uh what is some of the music that takes you away you know so like if halas is a band that like one of band the bands that i love to listen to to yeah. you know take away, like what 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 takes you away uh, it, it could be uh, much different music i i, I like uh, music that's uh, some kind of extreme to uh, uh, in in how do you say e extreme music in some case like it, it doesn't have to be the hardest music it doesn't have to be the calmest music it can be something something of it you know uh, uh, music that takes me away uh, I, I, sometimes I, I listening to uh, uh, Bo Hans on Swedish uh, keyboard or organ uh, Hammond player, uh, really dreamy music. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I like to listen to uh, like instrumental music from Dungen. It could be uh, black metal um, that could mm -hmm. take me away. Uh, you know, uh, if it's if it's uh, some some kind of story or some kind of like you know concept that prog rock of course a lot of prog rock like camel or genesis um, mm. emerson lake and palmer those, those uh, old records uh, you you can listen to the full piece and you you can like yeah dream yourself away uh, because it's many of those records uh, are like a, like a movie you know it got this like a it, it always have this uh, dramatical curve you know like it starts with an intro and then okay something happens it's uh, it's going somewhere and then you have this um, part when you, when you uh, are thinking about what 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 is happening you know and then you have the uh, it's going upwards and then it's going down you know it's it's like a movie listening and, and that is interesting and that's you know like a dramatic records one of the things i, I wanted to bring up too was the video for illusions gate yeah one of the <laughs> highlights of my year man that that I, video was so it's like the most horribly amazing sci-fi yeah. movie ever made. I was like, I was like, if like if I made a sci-fi movie, like it would look like that, but not as cool, you know? Like, like so, like where did that come from? Like, I mean, because you were obviously the star of that one, man, because that was just great. It's um, really how do you say? It's it's fun to hear. It. Uh, mm -hmm. you saying that because we were not supposed to make a, like a video for this record we we talked a little bit about it but oh uh, we didn't really have 
time or we but then all of a sudden like i think it was our record label in and um um down down in in europe that said we need we need a video mm-hmm. okay but the release is in about like a month <laughs> yeah do and we talked to our swedish record label like uh, okay can we do a video yeah you and i said okay we we could i could film film uh, we could film film it but we cannot we don't have uh, the time to cut it or to make special effects or anything but mm-hmm. yeah we had we had some um, like okay what what can we do like like every other time before uh, except for tale of a uh, tear of a traitor that was not us making the video but we have done all our other videos mm-hmm. so okay let's do something easy and uh, just try to make it look like a B Italian splatter movie uh, sci-fi style uh, I think the fan, fans will like that so so we we tried our best to make make something and that was what we could come up uh, with for that like short amount of time and, and uh, yeah uh, you know uh, we had some footage um, we had some footage, uh, like uh, we are following this dark uh, hooded man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know those scenes were the, the most horrible, uh, like hours of my life. You know, we were, we were like, uh, we grabbed this uh, uh, diesel and uh, electric engine out in the forest. You know, it weighed mm-hmm. like uh, 2000 million tons. It was so heavy. <laughs> And then when we came to the location, it didn't work. Uh, we were that out in, in, yeah. So uh, we had to come up with uh, different ideas then. Uh, you know, driving to, uh, in the middle of the night, driving to like, uh, we, you know, we were not in, a, not recording it in, a, we were uh, like on the, on the countryside. Uh and all of a sudden, we find find this company who could rent us a, a smaller uh, diesel electric uh, engine, and then uh, we got some battery lights. So, so you know, we we had all these downfalls, all these like <laughs> setbacks. But uh, the video, in the end, it it became a video, but it was nothing like we had imagined. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you like it. One we have one person. Uh, <laughs> in, in the... I'm not gonna lie, man. I have probably watched that video probably ah uh, maybe ten times or something like that. Oh. Like every now and then, I just put it on because it just like I just laugh. I mean, but like not in a bad way. But like I'm just like it reminds me of um uh, uh, the old Ed Wood movies do you know you know ed wood he was like uh, uh he made familiar, these but... he made these really like these really like low budget movies like where you could see like the spaceship but the string so, <laughs> okay. you know on it and everything and uh, i just remember i was watching the video and i was like this is just brilliant because i feel like so many artists try to do videos but they take themselves so seriously and i was like this it, it just looked 
fun, but at the same time, it 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 works with the song. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so over yeah. the top. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it 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 became a special movie <laughs> indeed. <laughs> yeah, next time I hope someone else makes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let someone else haul the diesel yeah. generator for you. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. Well, I was just gonna. That was the other thing I was gonna ask you because I've only got a couple more things to ask. But um, one of them was being um, with the theatrical uh, content of the Hellas music and the songs. Could you ever see a movie like being made like around the concept of? One of the albums or something? Yeah, it would uh, fit great. I think um, I, I've been starting to like write write more uh, detailed uh, about the whole concept, but it, it takes a lot of time and uh, it's already done, so to say. But um, we are really into uh, like if we could make like uh, music to a movie or something, we, we are very interested in, in, in that. Uh, you know, it's another perspective of making music or making stories. Uh, it's another thing than a record to, to make visual things. Uh, that would be uh, like really a dream come true. Uh, and I think the, the trilogy would be a great story if, if somebody out there, uh, the director is interested. Just give us a call. <laughs> I'll have to ask around for you. Not that I know any directors, but you know, maybe 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 one of the twenty people that hear this podcast will be a director. You know, it's like oh yeah, yeah. You never know. You never oh, know. last movie. Yeah. I'm gonna do yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Italian BS platter style. <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> well, so with the tour coming up, you guys are obviously doing a lot of shows over there on your side of the country and um, over the world, I should say. Um, is there any chance North America will ever see Hellas come by and melt our faces? Yeah, um, yeah we were talking a lot about uh, North America. And I, I really think that <clears> – <throat> going over there wouldn't be a waste or anything i think uh, you know I, I see a lot of comments and we got a lot of messages from from uh, from whole uh, the american continent uh, people want want us to come play so we are trying and uh, um, i think maybe if if we're lucky maybe next year we could uh, come over that's our plan and if things uh, go as we want uh, maybe 2023 well you have you have to come to atlanta and if you do you can crash in my basement yeah, yeah. so and we can try yeah. all all your gear behind you there on, on the wall and yes and we can even stay up until 11 p.m <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's a little bit late, but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll 
be it'll be yeah. even later for you coming oh, over yeah. here you know <laughs> like, for such a uh, uh, special location and, uh, and everything that, that will i will i will i will be up late yeah that would be great north america would love i know i know i would love to see see you guys over here so you know please yeah, like we, definitely keep keep me posted and yeah we, let we, me know we, just um, as you know the 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 rock uh, heavy metal and uh, like alternative rock music scene in europe is really good but we like swedes we we uh, we hear a lot about north america and uh, you know we all the bands know each other and tell their stories about going on tour in North America. Uh, of, of course, everybody said it's really special <laughs> in many ways. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we want to go. We, we think, I think a lot of people, like there is a scene in, in the U.S. Uh, that is really great. And uh, it would be nice to, to do some shows over there. It's really been it's really been amazing, especially over the past decade or so, to see bands, you know, like Graveyard and uh, you know Kadavar from Germany and um, uh, Lucifer from Sweden, you know, and and you know, and they come over, and yeah, you know, they play small venues here, but I mean, people love that, you know, and they love the bands and they go see them, and so like I'm still waiting for my my Swedish invasion to like come over and just take over because I hate most of the American bands. <laughs> I really do. I'll, uh, I was telling my wife, all my favorite bands are either in Sweden or Finland. And I'm like, I might just need to go over there for like, like a summer and just go, you know, follow all you guys around and do a show yeah. everywhere I can, you know, just to yeah, see. You should, you know, you should come to Sweden and visit Muskel Rock Festival in Småland. That's really legendary. All the, they gather all these obscure bands from, from around Europe and many Swedish, Swedish Scandinavian mm -hmm. bands play there. It's, it's the best. I know some good friends of mine. Um, a good, uh, his name is Jacob. He plays in a band called Children yeah. of the Sun, there in Sweden, and he is a big fan of you guys. And I told him, I said, "Well, if you guys can get a show with Laz, you let me know. I'm gonna fly. I'll fly yeah. to come see." That. <laughs> you yeah, know? you know, Sweden. Sweden uh, is a small country, so I think we will play with them. Um, I, I I've heard I heard some songs and I I, uh, I think we, we have played some festival together and yeah I think they're, mm. they're a cool band and uh, well you probably just made his day when he hears <laughs> that so he won't believe it I'll have to send it to him <laughs> you know, so. well well Tommy thank you so much for taking the time to talk and like congratulations on isle of wisdom again which is just fantastic and thank you for making some great music that that i've you know all the way over here yeah. in atlanta i enjoy in my basement <laughs> with my beer and you know uh, the, but you guys have done some fantastic stuff and i can't wait to see what else happens and uh you know good luck with all your shows yeah, coming you. up and uh 
And thank you for having me. It was really nice talking to you.